Yes, welcome in everyone. This is the Full 10 Yards Betting Podcast. Hope you all are doing it very well indeed. Next five or ten minutes is going to be going to come hard and fast with all the betting action for Sunday's Lions. Joining me as usual, uh, Mr Adam Wolford. How are you doing? I'm fantastic, mate. Yeah, uh, very much enjoyed week one, the, uh, the opening night on Thursday. Very good. And looking forward to this Sunday. Mm. So did you stay up Thursday night or...? Yeah, luckily I was off work Friday, so I had a few hours nap on uh, Thursday evening, got up at about 20 past one, managed to get about five minutes to wake up and then got down and watched the game. It's going to be five to ten minutes podcast per week, Saturday evening, Sunday morning, where we go through uh, essentially our best bets and our, and our next best. We will go through all the lines and talk about uh, some anytime touchdown scorers uh, as well and give us just give some thoughts on, on the general slate of games. Uh, week to week so again if anyone out there has any favorite bets or anything that they want to uh, make sure that they get to us and we say we can maybe read a few out from week from week to week get in touch with us at full 10 yards on twitter at uh, at touchdown tips as well for all of adam's good work uh, just to obviously reference uh, if anyone's looking for any last minute tips on the anti-post bets you know you see divisions your super bowl bets uh, go and check out our, our previous youtube podcast and oh yeah so the previous betting podcast where we looked at all the anti-post bets covering all those kind of markets including yeah mvp and your, your passing uh, your passing leaders although they might be gone i think they'll probably be gone now aren't they considering their uh, first nights first nights gone been gone yeah. but uh, yeah you can still obviously um, get about the super bowl <laughs> still a fair few up there there's um yeah, there's there's still some request bets as well. Um, Skybet have started doing these 100 to one things. Oh, um, right, yeah. Still quite a few of them on there. So yeah, there's still bits left. Mm. Yep. And is there any request bets we like as well week to week? We will make sure we get to those. But Adam, obviously, like we say, first half football has been gone. Give us uh, give us a, a, an overview of uh, the Lions and what what came in. Yeah, I quite enjoyed it. I didn't think that um, Clyde would be involved so much on the ground. I thought they'd use him through the air a bit more. And I know that you've got opinions on, on his performance <laughs> on that game. Um, he, did, he did well. I mean, a lot of it seemed to be um, a simile. He was mentioned quite a lot in the commentary with uh, making space for him. But he found the gaps and he's blooming shifty. And obviously, he's only about our height, which is yeah. uh, not the tallest in the world, are we, Tim? No, we're not. Um, so, yeah, he's got low centre of gravity, manages to find his way through gaps um, and explodes. So, yeah, it was it was a very good performance from him. I... Personally, tipped up him to have over 16 and a half receiving yards, which I got a great line on. I tipped up the Chiefs to cover the spread. Um, and the the totals finished on 54, um, which, depending where you were, it was either 54.5 or 53.5. So just a key kind of thing about looking around for the best number there. Mm, absolutely, yeah. That's a, that's, a, that's a great point. Make sure you you do shop around for you when you talk about handicap spreads and total points. Make sure, uh, you know, if you're doing pickums to, to obviously... Every every half point counts, um, but yeah, like I say, good. Uh, they 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 do these lines for a reason. They they they're employed to do these jobs for a reason. They're very it's uncanny how how close they are in the majority of matches. Uh, I know in previous years, I've I've before I've even seen the lines. I've, I've tried to do my own lines and uh, to see where I get mismatches. But so yeah, the, the Vegas uh, the line makers and the, the bookies are, are generally not too far away. Um, they're, they're not. They just say they've been in the game long enough to. Uh, They've been around the block, shall we say? Um, but yeah, obviously, yeah, uh, Kansas City uh, covering as favourites, nine and a half point favourites, which many thought was was quite a high line. But uh, yeah, and then say depending on where you got uh, your points line, uh, you either won or, or lost on, on the fifty four there. But so uh, yeah, generally, I think with the mm-hmm. fifty three and a half that was was being talked about, you'd obviously you get the over there because no, no one likes to bet on unders. Um, but maybe moving on to Sunday then, Adam. Obviously, j- just the two games uh, in the, in the whole week really, where the the, the the total points line was fifty plus. Obviously, one being the Chiefs, the other one being uh, the Dallas Cowboys. Which um, 
appears a bit bit later on in my bets. But um, it's a bit of a surprise to you. Obviously, there's quite a lot in the late late forties, and uh, dare I say, there's even a, obviously a thirty nine uh, thirty nine with yeah. the, the Jets and the, and the Buffalo Bills. Um, any any thoughts as of, of, of the total points lines being? You know, only two over fifty because it's a pass happy league, it's a defensive minded league. Yeah, it's a tough one because the lack of training camp, I don't know whether that helps the offences or defences, and obviously time will tell with that one. I guess realistically, defences aren't going to be up to speed because they won't have been tackling much, and they obviously don't know where the ball's going, whereas the offence do. So we could see quite a few overs, and I was listening to another pod today, and they reckon that um, it could be a decent idea to back the overs just blindly on all of them. Yeah, um, I, I, but, I agree. I mean, time will tell. It's It's going to be... It's going to be a bit of a, a weird weekend because obviously there's no crowd noise in, I think, like 90%. There's, I can't remember, though, there was one or two stadiums, wasn't there, that had fans for this week. But yeah, the majority of them obviously will be no fans, which means no booing during national anthems or signs of unity, <laughs> which, be, yeah. which is a good thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, as it goes offence, defence, I don't know what's going to happen, frankly. Um, it's probably sensible to go easy this week if um, if you're back in those. But if you think you've got an edge, then... Then go for it because this is the dip. this is the week when no one knows anything. So yeah, yeah, you could find some decent lines. Yeah, uh, so let's go through the lines then. So six o'clock games. Chicago are two and a half point underdogs with the over under there uh, at forty two as they travel to Detroit. Cleveland Browns seven point uh, underdogs there against Baltimore Ravens forty eight points. Packers uh, Minnesota. Uh, what, what do you make of the, the the Green Bay Minnesota line two and a half there for Vikings at home? Um, it seems like Packers are the side to be on now, unfortunately. I, I don't like the Packers. I don't like Aaron Rodgers. He's become one of my kind of personal vendettas against him for, for no real reason. He's just a bit of an ass. Um, and <laughs> just you just watch him. He, he bugs me on the field. Um, but yeah, the, the Vikings obviously normally have four or, five point, four or five points home field advantage. And obviously that's probably not going to be there now. So you've got that basically aligned the numbers of roughly the same kind of team. Um, I just think the Vikings could struggle with the amount of turnover they've had and the lack of pre-season to get things ready. But then you don't back against Zimmer. He is something like 65% against the spread in his time in Minnesota. So it's a tough one. It's one that I'll probably leave. I think you alluded to the overs. I think that probably is a decent bet there. Mm. Um, and uh, you can get touchdown scores. You've got Dalvin Cook at 5-6. to six. You've got Aaron Jones um, around evens as well. They're, they're both very well priced given the form they were in last year and that that's the kind of thing you need to be looking at this week I think. Mm. Yeah, uh, I say uh, Indianapolis Colts, uh, AFC South battle Colts and the Jags, eight point favourites there for the Colts, uh, over under is at 45. Uh, just it's worth noting just the three uh, three games that are seven points or bigger in terms of, of handicap again, I thought that was quite interesting and um, we get to uh, that comes to one of my best bets very shortly indeed. Um, obviously one of those with the Chiefs, they they obviously won that one as well, so uh, Raiders and Panthers was I thought was a quite a difficult one to choose to choose from, uh, interesting the, Pan- the Panthers are three point favourites, uh, sorry, Three-point uh, underdogs at home. Uh, obviously, Las Vegas travelling from west to east. Um, another AFC East uh, Dolphins Patriots. Patriots seven-point favourites again. That's the the, the last uh, the last of the the, the touchdown score, the touchdown margin uh, handicaps. Jets Bills six and a half uh, for the Bills. There are, is the uh, the handicap over 30, uh, 39 and a half for the over under. And then we got uh, Philadelphia and Washington. Philadelphia, five and a half point favourites, I thought was a, tight, a tiny bit low. 
Um, but obviously, we're not quite mm. sure what's going on with our offence at the moment. But for considering, like you say, the, uh, the amount of turnover for, for teams, Washington have got to be up there in terms of overhauls, uh, whether or not it be trades, trades or releasing people or people getting uh, doing stupid things and getting arrested and all the rest of it. But uh, over under there is 42. Seattle and Atlanta, one of the one of the games of the weekend for me. Over under there, 49. Seattle are two and a half point favourites travelling to Atlanta. And then the Chargers, Bengals, I know uh, 14 yards to you and yourself and Lee will be watching that one. Uh, nice. Come Sunday at uh, at five past nine. Five past nine. Yeah, three point three point. Under, what do you make of the three point underdogs? I I can't make heads or tail of it to be honest. Um, it is it's interesting. I think it all depends a lot on Mike Williams whether he plays or not. Because if he doesn't, they've pretty much only got Keenan Allen, maybe Hunter Henry. Um, but we don't know what Tyra's going to be like. Um, I'd imagine they'll use Eckler a lot, and then Joshua Kelly, Justin Jackson. Um, we look like we're without Geno Atkins for the first time in 96 games, I think it was, which is ridiculous for um, for the position he plays. But defensive line is one of the few places the Bengals are strong. So I think the offensive lines on both teams are the weak points uh, and the D lines on both teams are probably the strong points. So I think it's probably a decent one to look for the sacks. Um, which I will do just now. Over, over under line, end, 41 nothing. and a half. I, I, was, I, was under, I was flipping and flopping between going out like the because I thought that 41, 41 and a half line on the face of it looks quite sh- quite low for the potential firepower. Yeah. But like you say, when you kind of break it down a little bit more, I, I do think that the Chargers will try and maintain long drives and keep it close and win it from defense. So it's just a case of whether the Bengals at home first up with Joe Burrow, rookie quarterback, the Matt don't care how good you are. But I, I just think it might be a slow going game and quite a quick game because I think they'll, they'll run the ball quite a lot, both teams. Uh, yeah. Off the back of a brand new spanking contract. Yeah, the Chargers, I think, are going to be an under team for most of the season because I don't yeah. think they're going to be able to do too much on offense and their defense is brilliant. Uh, Arizona, San Francisco, and FC West battle. San Francisco, six and a half point favorites. Over under there is 48. Tampa Bay and New Orleans, obviously, one of the games again, one of the games of the weekend. New Orleans Saints, three and a half point favorites. Mike Evans uh, has changed from doubtful to questionable, which you don't get too often uh, in the NFL, but it remains to be seen how limited or how, how much of a go he is on Sunday. Anyway, it might be just a case of putting him on the field to. to take away some Marshall Lattimore um, some coverage coverage away to help out people like Godwin and um, yeah, some other pass catches there which we'll get to very shortly indeed because I thought their prices were interesting on, on any time over under on that game 47 and a half and then Sunday Night Football Dallas Cowboys that travelled to SoFi Stadium to open up the curtain raiser there in LA two and a half point favourites Dallas Cowboys over under there is 51 the only other game apart from the Chiefs game which uh, has an over under of over 50 points and then two Monday Night games uh, as they always do every year for some reason uh, it's going to be a bit weird not having the, uh, the Las Vegas Raiders uh, on Monday Night Football to, to open the season but I'm not quite sure why that is but anyway we have the Pittsburgh Steelers and the New York Giants Steelers five and a half point favourites obviously the return of Big Ben hopefully and then you've got the over under there of 46 and then rounding this all off we have Tennessee Titans travelling to Mile High is it Sports Authority Field? I can't remember the name of the stadium, but uh, yeah. Uh, for- oh, some ridiculous name, isn't it? Yeah, Thank- yeah some stupid name. Uh, over under there, 40, 41, uh, Tennessee Titans, three-point favourites, obviously Von Miller. That, that, that line's changed a little bit. Uh, probably, probably a yeah, bit much, I'd say, due to obviously the injury to, the season ending injury to Von mm-hmm. Miller. What do, what do you make of that line? Yeah, um, Broncos at home um, in September are, are far better than anyone else at home because of the altitude, so... I'm amazed that it flipped because it was Broncos by one and a half or two, I think, yeah. earlier in the week. And then the Von Miller injury happened. I'm assuming there was money already because there's no way Von Miller flips it three no, to four, four points. points. So it's ridiculous, yeah. I think it's just people 
people were backing the Titans anyway, but I, I wouldn't, there's no way I'll be taking the Titans as um, favourites. Certainly, it's not one of my best bets for the week, but certainly Denver plus three uh, certainly perks my interest. Um, talking of best bets then, Adam, let's, uh, let's get our best bets out of the way. What's your best bet for the whole of week one? Yeah, um, you mentioned it, um, the Vegas Vegas Raiders. You said you're obviously a bit, um, a bit confused about it. Um, really, uh, Raiders minus three is probably the one I've been looking at for the last couple of weeks. Um, they're going up. It's more a fade of Carolina, to be honest, obviously. There's been massive turnover in Carolina. Got a new head coach, new offensive coordinator, new defensive coordinator, new QB. Pretty much an entirely new defense. Um, mainly rookies. They were the first team ever to draft exclusively from one side. Uh, they they drafted only defense uh, defensive players. So that's going to take a while to settle in. And with no off season again, it's been been a bit of a weird one. And then you're going up against a Raiders team who aren't that bad. Um, Derek Carr is okay, and they added a ton of offensive talent, Henry Ruggs, and it looks like Brian Edwards will be starting, so they're two players that I'll be looking at this week. Um, Ruggs should do well in the slot. He's um, a yards-after-catch king, and then Brian Edwards has had a load of hype over the, over the last few weeks. I think he'll do well. Uh, the Panthers' run D was terrible last year. Again, I don't know whether that means a whole lot because they're all completely new players, but Josh Jacobs should get... 18 to 20 carries and he'll probably have 100 yards and a, a touchdown or two he was around even money for touchdowns as well so that's one that I will probably look at yeah I, it's, a, it's a funny one I don't, I don't know I, I think I'm probably putting, thinking about it too much I think similar to Dallas um, you know where you do have change yes it's all on the defense for, for Carolina but I think teams where you have got a lot of change it's because it's offset, because every, every team's had disrupted off-seasons and um, obviously the rhythm mm. is going to be affected for everyone, I, I just think there's going to be a, a little bit of uh, allowance for teams that have had a lot of change because obviously no one's seen any tape of what they've done. Like obviously with Mike McCarthy in Dallas, yeah. you know, he's even gone to the, len- the, the lengths of, of taking away uh, the numbers from the, t- the players' shirts and so no one really knows what, what's going on and how people are lined up. So I, th- I think yeah, in, some way, in some ways it will help, you know, help Carolina because there is a lot of change and no one knows what's coming anyway. So the, the unknown kind of factor kind of helps them a little bit because the Vegas, the, the, Ra- the Raiders won't know or be able to game plan for anything that they, that they, that they, um, that have been putting in, in the, the limited time they've had in camp. I know Teddy Bridgewater isn't a, um, isn't a, a downfield thrower, but they've got they've got decent weapons, Caroline. D- DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel are obviously returning, and obviously Robbie, Robbie Anderson as well. So I think Teddy Bridgewater will. Um, you know, it's not going to be an exotic offense, but I think considering it's the offense that goes through Christian McCaffrey anyway, I don't think there's going to be too much mm. to disrupt disrupt that team. But uh, yeah, this that's a game I'm going to want, uh, leave alone. But one 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 line that I am absolutely battering into this weekend: Buffalo minus six and a half. Um, I'm I'm shocked that this is this is not a touchdown or more. Um, margin that they that they have to cover. Um, I, I would even take this at eight and a half, nine and a half, and yeah, part of me even thinks that they probably should be one of the biggest lines of the week, uh, even up there with the Kansas City. Um, this is a this is a Jets defense who are traveling. They've lost Jamal Adams. They've lost CJ Mosley, who's opted out. Um, he obviously in the, one of the fixtures last year, he was he got an interception return for a touchdown and a foot and a fumble recovery. Um, you know, in week seventeen, they the, the Jets struggled to beat a Bills team that started Matt Barkley. So, and they literally rested the whole team. And then I think they won by a couple of points. So, um, yeah, in terms of uh, the Jets defense, there's a lot of no names there. And for a, a Bills offense that's added Stefan Diggs, uh, coupled with John Brown, two really good deep threats, I don't see how the Jets are stopping 
the Buffalo Bills, and they've got a decent run game to, to go with that as well, with Josh Allen, Zach Moss, and, and Devin Singletree. So I don't see how Jet, the Jets are stopping the the Buffalo the Buffalo team from scoring. Uh, I can't see on on offense. You know they've shipped out Robbie Anderson, the Jets, and they they've brought in a poor man's Robbie Anderson in Brashad Perryman. Uh, they've brought Frank Gore in uh, to run around the goal line, but the problem is they're not even going to get near the goal line. Um, just a shout out for it's obviously a revenge game for Frank Gore as well, so uh, that'd be quite interesting. Um, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for me for me for the Jets to score anything more than I mean I'd even go far to say the Jets aren't going to get double digit points. Um, they might get a touchdown, maybe a couple of field goals, but Sam Darnold is the only way that this this team is is going to score any points, and he needs to take a hell of a step forward than from from 2019 Stan Darnold. Uh, but I think this Bills pass defense and the defense in general is is a decent unit. It's above average, uh, and I just don't see apart from checkdowns to to Le'Veon Bell and Jameson Crowder. I don't see how they're going to score quickly. I don't see how they're going to get, score a lot of points at all in this Buffalo defense. Um, so yeah, six and a half at Buffalo Bills at home. Yep, no argument for me on that one. The Jets um, Jets could be. Tough. And Marcus May, I think, is um, carrying a knock as well, uh, who was a fairly decent safety for them. So that's another knock to their defence. Um, yeah, I, I can't see them scoring many points, frankly. The Jets, as you said. Yeah. Okay. okay, cool. Let's move on to next best. And Adam, anything else to be fancy in week one? Yeah, Cardinals plus six and a half um, at 49ers. Probably you might want to notch it, knock it up just to seven if you really wanted. Um, I think the overs is in play there as well, over 48. They were 53 and 62 points in the games between them last year. The 49ers won one by three and won one by ten. Uh, the Cardinals are obviously a little stronger now with um, Hopkins there. Um, and Kyler Murray is a mobile quarterback, and the 49ers seem to struggle against mobile quarterbacks. Um, so they generally keep it close. They generally, I think they're going to be a better team this year, the Cardinals. So getting nearly seven points, I'm quite happy to take that on them. Um, okay, yeah, yeah. so my, my next best is uh, Sunday Night Football. Uh, it's overs, um, over 51 and a half in the Dallas game. Uh, and around. So I think this is just two offensive teams. I say the defences I don't think are going to be up to too, to too much. Um, whilst the Rams have the better defence over Dallas, I think there's too much offensive firepower there uh, in, in Dallas. To you know, Jalen Ramsey can, can negate Amari Cooper, that's fine. But you've still got Michael Gallup, you've still got CeeDee Lamb, um, Ezekiel Elliott and obviously Blake Jarwin. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, the last, last four games... Oh, hashtag always Jarwin. Um, yeah, the, the, it's quite a high-scoring game. The last last four times they've met, they would it would have been over the current line of fifty-one and a half. So these are two teams, you know, opposite to the the New York Jets defense. These are two teams that can score off one play or one, you know, like a one play seventy-five yards you know, touchdown. Um, Dallas were fourth best last year in terms of teams that, um, where, where drives ended in points, um, which is obviously always good to keep the scoreboard ticking over. Um, you know, again last. Uh, Rams, I think, are a bit better than their rank of 16th last uh, last year. They are they are a decent team, but I think I say with defenses not being too much up to speed, I think Dallas and Dak uh, will, will put a bit of a statement down. Um, and uh, yeah, I, ju- I just think it'd be offensive game, a, a decently uh, off- offensive game, and I think a lot of points. And I think both teams will will, will get over the 20, 26 on, on average to to get over the 51 and a half. So um, yeah, I, I quite like the 51 and a half over on there. Yeah, yeah. Again, can't argue with that. Obviously, as you said, um, two of the was it two, second and third? Um, Goff and Dak last year in yards. Yeah. Um, so you know that they're going to be very. It's going to be an offensive game. Uh, Goff is far far better at home as well, so he'll be able to put up points. And, um, and yeah, the the Cowboys obviously have got a very good offense and not a great defense. So yeah, yeah you can see points all over the shop there. Yeah. 
All right. Okay, let's round it off then, Adam, with some anytime touchdown scorers. Something we, dare I say, we're pretty good at, or you are pretty good at anyway, mm. especially finding the True. value. Uh, wow, come on, Jay Stoneberger last year. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, there's quite a few that I like, so I'll let you go with your with yours first. Um, how, how, what do you like at Big Crisis? Yeah, um, as I said, Josh Jacobs and Dalvin Cook, both four, four to five for Jacobs, five to six for Cook. They're obviously short price, but I, I don't see a way that the neither of them that both of them don't score, to be honest. So they were quite interesting to me. Um, staying in the Las Vegas Raiders game, Brian Edwards, 72, mentioned him earlier. Um, and then you've got Foster Moreau, the second tight end at 22 to 1. He scored five last year um, in minimal kind of snaps. So they do use him a lot in red zones. Um, talking of tight ends in the red zone, you've got Big Mo, uh, Mo Alleycox, who uh, I back quite frequently. Has he actually scored a touchdown yet? <laughs> I think he scored one last year, but listen, listen, he's got uh, no Traver in. Uh, Jack Doyle will be the man between the twenties, and then he's basically the Colts version of Antonio Gates. He used to play basketball. That means that Phil Rivers will love him. So twenty-one to two, you get in more than eleven to one for him. Um, I'm, no, sorry, more than ten to one, ten and a half to one for him. Um, and then tight ends still again. Um, Mike Gesicki is five to one to score against the Pats. Yeah, uh, the Pats aren't great in field. Uh, not great against tight end or slot. I, I was even tempted to have a little punt on Adam Shaheen because he signed for the Dolphins now, um, and he's twenty-two to one as well. Um, and then the final twenty-two to one. All the twenty-twos are on Unibet slash eight eight eight. John Hightower for the Eagles. He's had a load of hype coming out of camp, um, and they they've always injured. So they've got injuries at wide receiver. You're looking at probably Deshaun Jackson and um, Greg Ward still. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if Hightower gets um, a few snaps there. I, I'll be honest, I have no idea exactly where he plays on the wide receiver core, but I've heard a lot of, lot of um, hype about him so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a couple of prices actually. I haven't written any of any of them down, uh, but I was, I was scrolling through. I thought JJ Arcega Whiteside was a decent price as well. I think he was around what, 11 to 2, I think, something, something like that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, especially with rookies, Brian Edwards was another one I've, I've written down. I think with, rookie, with rookies, we said earlier on, on the podcast that this is the time to get your, your edge and this is the time to get your prices because once they score a touchdown, they, their price just gets chopped in half, but it's uh, not even worse. Um, a couple of, couple of I've written down, Brian Edwards was 172 uh, with Skybet William Hill against Carolina. I thought he was. He was a great price. Mike Sikki, five to one, was was another. Um, some guys that you didn't mention that I've got down: Blake Jarwin, hundred to thirty with Paddy Power, obviously on brand. Hashtag always Jarwin. Um, but again, I, I just think that they'll go over quite a lot over the middle. Their linebacker, the linebackers for the Rams, is probably one of the weaknesses of that defense. And I think Blake Jarwin um, can, can exploit that along with C.D. Lamb as well. Uh, I think he, he'll be decent, but I don't think his price was was as appealing. Um, Justin Watson, I thought nine to one uh, against New Orleans with William Hill. Mike Evans, like we mentioned, is, is obviously gone from doubtful to questionable but be interesting to see um, kind of what they do there obviously with him being questionable if he's going to be on the field a bit more possibly uh, Justin Watson and uh, Scott Miller obviously not going to be on the field as much but I thought nine to one not a bad little price. Uh, yeah. It's to be a bit shorter. Um, in the, the New England game, I thought Matt Breeder at six to one was quite big as well. Um, I thought he'd be at least half that price. Uh, and then Tyler Boyd fourteen to five uh, with Unibet against the Chargers. I think the like I say the way to beat the Chargers will be in, in the slot and and over the middle. So Tyler Boyd can can go and do that and do, go and do his thing. I, th- I thought he was quite a decent price. I expected him to be under two to one, around probably around the seven to four, fifteen to eight mark perhaps. Um, the other one, I thought there was actually quite a lot of, of value in the uh, the Bengals Chargers game. No, I know we said earlier that I expected it to probably be a, a low scoring one, but I thought Jalen uh, Goyton, obviously, if Mike Williams doesn't play and 
Joe Reed, the, yeah. the, the, the other two wide receivers at 17 to 2, I think the various bookies I thought were decent, especially if Mike Williams goes. And then Josh Kelly at sevens as well, and Tara Taylor at fours, I thought were, were, were decent bets. Um, and even even that man at five to four ain't bad. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, five um, to four for Mixon isn't isn't terrible at all. Getting plus money for him. Yeah, don't forget to uh, all the listeners out there. Don't forget to give, give us your 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 best bet for the weekends and say make sure you gamble responsibly. And just I don't get too carried away. We've got seventeen weeks left left to uh, to lose all of our money. So make sure you split it up evenly. Yeah. Um, obviously, we, we uh, on this podcast we want winners. So hopefully, we can we we pointed you in the right direction. Adam, before we get out of here, just uh, let the listeners know as we always do every week where you can get your your fabulous work on social. And obviously on your website. Yeah, uh, Twitter is at Touchdown Tips. Website is touchdowntips.com. Um, also got a DFS website with a couple of bits of articles on nfl-dfs.com. And uh, player props comparison web sheet, which um, I'm working on at the moment. Uh, player props, no, no, not that one. NFLprops.bet <laughs> is um, information on there. We're doing it free for this week because, frankly, we're settling into getting all the information down. And it's, it's a real... Real pain at the moment, frankly, but um, yeah, we're doing it for free for now and we'll, we'll see how it goes. And obviously, um, do you want to just talk about your, the DraftKings stuff that you sell? Yeah, um, if you don't have a DraftKings account yet, I do a contest every week. I've got one filled, I've got another one about half filled. Um, if you don't have an account, uh, go to dkng.co forward slash tips, deposit $10 and you get a free $10 immediately. Um, and then if you look on to my site, touchdowntips.com, you can find my league and you can join one of the contests there or you can do what you want. It's um, $5 entry for the Millie Maker this week, which is normally $20. So it's, um, yeah, big, big discount. You can get yourself four entries for the price of half an entry normally. So not too bad. No, not too bad at all. Come and come and join me and Adam. I'm, I'm in one of those, so come and come and give us a go. And see if you see if you're better than us and see if you can be, be, take take our money. Probably. But I, I I certainly look forward to taking Adam's money on Sunday. That, <laughs> that's going to do it for today's podcast. I hope you enjoy it. I hope so. Hopefully, uh, not too long. We we'll say we'll, we'll do these weekly Saturday evening, Sunday morning, giving you the best bet our best bets for the week and say as many times touchdown scores as well. Hope you enjoyed. Don't forget to smash that subscribe button. We'll be back next week as well. Don't forget to to tune into the NFL podcast uh, on Monday slash. Tuesday, where we recap all the recap all the uh, all the weekends all the weekends play and action. And uh, say so if you are watching this before, obviously the games we on the website 14 yardcom We have all the TV previews. We have a week one full preview as well. So we preview every game uh, from an NFL standpoint as well. Fantasy football, uh, we've got all the rankings as well. Uh, and obviously, fantasy football podcast should be out very shortly indeed, uh, if not already by the time that this is up. But thank you to Adam, as always. We'll see you next week, buddy. And in the great words of Kevin Cadle, it's a bye-bye for now. A bye-bye.